Shayna Blass. Welcome to Shay and the Good People podcast. This is a podcast compilation (laughs) um, to the Shay and the Good People show that I host at Pete's Candy Store. It's a monthly show. Right now we're doing the second Tuesday of every month. Uh, I host the show. I'll do original music. And then I also have musical guests, at least two or three musical guests who come on the show to share some music and share their songs and where they're at in their life. And then I have them over here in the studio to talk about their life to talk about their songs. Today, I'm interviewing Sarah Tribue, also known as Small Chucks, which is very cute. Uh, We find out (laughs) at the very last second of this episode, we talk so much about life and music and intention and identity and gratitude and joy. And finally I realized she had to go to a doctor's appointment. So we couldn't really talk forever, even though I could have talked to her forever. And the final moment I was like, wait, 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 what's why small chucks. Um, so that was very cute that I kind of snuck that in. And I think this was like a normal length. Oh my God. I'm burping because, um, I'm drinking seltzer, but I just can't stop. And I would love to have a seltzer sponsorship. I really don't need Athletic Greens on here sponsoring. I don't need MeUndies. I shouldn't say that. I'll actually take whoever. But I think seltzer. So actually take that back. Everybody email me um, and sponsor the show. But I do. I would love a seltzer sponsorship. I didn't um, kind of review what the situation is hair-wise, but it's not really about that. It's about the interview with Sarah that I really liked. And you'll hear in the interview, but Sarah and I didn't really know each other. I just, we went to an open mic. I loved her music. She was on the show. She played banjo, which is fucking cool because we hadn't had a banjo on the show. And I'm really finding that in in these interviews with songwriters, we don't really even end up talking about music we're really talking about our lives um trigger warning also for this episode it's a little towards the end uh, but we do talk about uh, suicide in the episode was really really grateful that sarah was so vulnerable with me in this room really the first time we've ever gotten to hang out um and her story is really, really, really inspiring. Also, her, just her energy and her vibe, I feel a big, like a, a balance in her life, which we talk about. And we, we do talk about gratitude a lot, which is something I've been trying to do when I am feeling a lot of anxiety or worry about the things I need to do. What's going to happen? Did I say the right thing? Am I doing 
am I doing the right thing? Am I leaving on time? Am I not eating enough greens? Like I just had a, everything that I ate today was just beige or M&Ms. And am I going to, am I ruining my GI tract? I, I don't know. I, what, the practice I've been doing anytime I get to that space is just stopping, taking a breath, and five things I'm grateful for, and they have to be different things every single time so my brain can kind of work to find those things. Um, I've been doing that on my own separately, and then Sarah talks about how important that practice has been for her amongst a lot of other different things. But I really, I don't know. I'm really, I feel like this is very special for me. This this may not be special for anyone else. I hope people are listening, but I'm really not sure if anyone out there is listening, but i this has been really, really special for me to come here and talk to new people and talk to artists and just seeing how people are doing things differently and also how fucking hard it is because that's been very helpful to feel connected or feel not alone. So I hope that you enjoy this interview with Small Chucks. She's really great. Enjoy. Growing older all Welcome back to Shay and the Good People. We are here with Sarah Tribune, a.k.a. Small Chucks. That's right. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're... We already started to get into some like really awesome, juicy, a.k.a. Like juicy stuff, a.k.a. me oversharing. Um, but we're here to talk about you. You were just on the show. We're, we're recording this in 2023. Most of the people I'm having on the podcast did my show last year um, in 2022. So you were like the freshest interview right off the show. Right, we just did cool. February 14th, yeah. Valentine's Day. That's right, yeah. You did a show on Valentine's Day. I was very glad to have something to do <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Me too. Even though I did have this year, very different than many years before I had someone to celebrate, I still was like, I'm doing a show. <laughs> like, I'm not giving that up for you. We can yeah. still have sex have afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Also, a first banjo on Shay and the yeah. Good People. I was super, super stoked about that. Yeah, I keep, I had a, I didn't have a banjo case for it, so I kept carrying it around in this guitar <laughs> case and everybody was like, okay, you know, whatever. And then it was kind of like this fun little thing where I could be like, psych, gotcha, yeah. you know. Little reveal. But, yeah, yeah. Incognito. Yeah. The banjo could be like a little like Russian spy. Exactly. Like, well, Trojan horse, you think? A Trojan a horse. That's but, way better than, yeah, yeah what I said. <laughs> um, wait, and so, but you haven't been playing banjo for too long, right? You no. said during the show. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, it's a cute little tenor banjo. Um, I picked it up for $75 off Facebook marketplace in Sick. like mid December, then went home and came back from the holidays. And, uh, so I've been playing it now for about what is now it's March. So about three months. Cool. Um, but it's just, it's so fun. Cause it's, it's only got four strings. So it's slightly different than a five string banjo that has the drone string, but it's basically like the ukulele of banjos where everything you do uh -huh. sounds good <laughs> on it. And I don't think, you know, I feel like, 
you you can just kind of put your fingers anywhere and it's it sounds good. So it's just a really fun like playground to you just say the same thing about me. You just put your <laughs> fingers anywhere and it sounds good. Um, that's disgusting. Anyways, <laughs> no, uh, that's awesome. Three months. I mean, you sounded incredible <laughs> for playing it for three months. There's four. Str- it's like it's so much harder to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you said on the show too, like. Even if it's out of tune a little bit, it's it will still it's sound charming. good. Yeah, yeah, it's charming. Yeah, it's charming. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like oh, you know, I feel like uh, it does. It has a little more wiggle room than the guitar, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, it's a little bit more like oh, bless her heart. This yeah. sounds so sweet than yeah, the guitar. Exactly. You're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we don't really know each other, which at is, all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And by don't really I mean at all um <laughs> although we learned I learned a little bit about you right before this but I wanted to save all the info because we performed there's a great little coffee shop in Bushwick called Nook they do like a singer songwriter night uh, and I was hosting a larger show there called Basement Social blah 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 check it out on the Instagram so I just went to Nook to play my music but also just to meet people and promote the show um it's kind of funny of like going to singer songwriter night to to promote a music show like (laughs) as I was thinking about afterwards I was like none of those people are gonna come that's like them I mean I guess we go to shows but like that's like a comic going to open mics and being like come back to one of my shows you know you want to get people who like will spend money you don't want to go to musicians (laughs) to be like buy a $15 ticket to my show right maybe it wasn't the smartest thing but we met and yeah. you, I heard your songs and I, I just, I really love them. I started following you and like, well, yeah, likewise, I mean, the, <laughs> the talent was, <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But, um, it's all to say that that's really where we know each other from. So I'd love to know like where you're from. How did you start playing music? Like, did sure. you get a guitar in your hand first piano? Tell, tell me, tell me everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in Kentucky and Louisville. Um, and I was kind of raised in, in the folk tradition. Um, my dad plays mandolin and guitar. My mom plays banjo. My brother plays mandolin and guitar. I grew cool. up playing fiddle. Um, and Sick. so, yeah, a lot of, like, I uh, would go to Cowan Creek Mountain School, uh, Mountain Music School in the summers when that's, like, um, just, it's a really cool, like, folk music school uh, in, in Kentucky. Um, so that's kind of how I, like, you know, it's kind of been from the start that I've been like noodling around. I used to play dulcimer, um, different things. So, so kind of anything with strings, I was trying to like get my fingers (laughs) on. Um, and then, you know, it was growing up, um, mostly played fiddle, um, and was like in orchestra in high school, you know, that whole thing. First chair, (laughs) first chair, first chair. And then my last, last year I wanted to do upright bass. So I did that for a year. Um, And then, uh, oh, in in high school, I was in a a folk music band with my brother, who's five years older than me, and my best friend and his brother, who's five years older than him. So we were kind of, and we've all known each other, you know, our whole lives. Um, So it was kind of this family band of sorts. And um, yeah, so we did that project for about three years. I think it was like about three years. And that was super fun. Uh, We would go on like these kind of small tours around Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio. Uh, We came up and played Northside Fest in in Brooklyn. Oh, sick. Um, Gosh, probably like, yeah, in 2012 or something like 2011, 2012. Um, And is that when you were like 
I gotta live here. Whoa, this is it for me. You know, no. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that was cool. Um, but I'm ready to go back. But <laughs> there, yeah. So there was a while I was like, yeah, I, I really thought the, that that band was gonna be like what I did. Um, but then I I also love science, um, and so I ended up uh, pursuing biology. I I always wanted to bring, be a marine biologist. I love whales and dolphins, so that's. <laughs> I kind of followed that track. Um, so the, the basically uh, towards the end of high school, I'm trying to get the timeline right. I think junior year, the band kind of fell apart. Mm. And so for, for various reasons. Drama. So what was the tea? Well, you know, just like people, it's, it's hard. You're young. Yeah. We're all kids. And um, it's your family. And it's like family. Yeah. There's all kinds of dynamics going on. And then uh, my brother ended up uh, moving to Taiwan um, oh, sick. Yeah. And, and then various, so it just kind of, everybody kind of spread out. Yeah. Um, and so that stopped. So then I was like, well, you know what? I think I, I really love science too. So I'm, I'll just do that for a while. So then yeah. I went to, to undergrad for, for biology at the state school there. And then, um, after I graduated, then I, I, at that point, every spring break when I was in college, I would take a Greyhound bus up to New York city and, that was great because everybody else was would be in the Greyhound station or whatever in like their Hawaiian t-shirts going to Florida, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And our spring break was in March. So we were like loaded up with like, you know, all the layers, whatever coming up here. And yeah. it's just like snowing, the like one year it blizzarded, whatever, but just, and just fell in love with New York. I like really, really loved it. And that's, yeah. And so. That's um, so badass. It was just really fun. On the Greyhound? Like, it, well, it was 19? an adventure. It was an adventure. Hell yeah. You're like, that's like, that's like almost famous. Like the, mo- the movie. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that movie? Yeah, that, yeah, that's totally. what it, I, I think of. And you're like, all right, I'm young and I, I got big dreams. <laughs> I don't have student loans well, yet. Yeah, and yeah, to- hopefully you don't have any, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where did you stay? Oh, oh there's. The couches and stuff. So many. Yeah, one year we tried to stay on someone's couch, but then we got there and there's not a ca- couch, <gasps> so we ended up that felt th- it was that was a whole drama that uh, I can't even get into. But <laughs> but yeah, we stayed in hostels or or couches or. Um, That's yeah, so cool. That is really fucking brave. Like just it through college, really right? It's yeah, through college. Fun. Yeah. Uh, with a couple friends, but there's always shenanigans. I mean, I've spent so much time in like the Cleveland Greyhound station because the thing about the Greyhound, I'm sorry, this is so unrelated, but the no, thing no. about the Greyhound is like they have like, you know, rules and regulations about how long somebody can drive, which is great. And there's, I have other stories about other buses I've taken <laughs> where they don't do that and there's been consequences. But the Greyhound stations, like, you know, you end up spending like, the layovers there are like, you know, three or four up to eight hours. So I think the longest trip that it took us to get from Louisville to New York was like 30 hours or something (gasps) or whatever. So they were, they were adventures. They were whole kind of endeavors that we did. But anyways, so then after I graduated, um, me and my partner at the time, uh, he was in the kind of film industry and, I wanted to study whales and dolphins. So there's like only about two places you can do that. Really? Well, I guess but there's yeah. several places you can San do that. San Diego. But yeah. And Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles. Probably. Oh, yeah. Has, yeah. And, uh, but anyways, but we love New York. So we ended up coming here and I, 
uh, I worked, there was a National Geographic exhibit in Times Square that was ocean themed. And so I worked in Times Square for a while Whoa. doing like tour guides. Again, stuff. another brave thing <laughs> to work in Times Square. Very, I don't know how I did that. I, I don't know how I did that. I don't know either, but. And, and were you living in Brooklyn? At that time? To Times uh, yeah, yeah. I was living in Bushwick at that time. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of fun there because I, I like, so that was a great spot. It was a very soft landing into New York because cool. there was like maybe the the team was like 50 people, all kind of like my age, you know, ranging from like maybe early 20s to like late 30s or whatever. So there's a lot of people, but they hired because it was um, a tour guide position. There's a lot of public speaking. And so when they were advertising the, the job, there's a lot of uh, like actors or <laughs> people that are like, you know, like whatever oh, musicians, yeah. mm-hmm. people that are like comfortable in front of people. Yeah. And so I met all these wonderful people there and there was a guitar center next door. So like on our breaks or, you know, after our shift, uh-huh. um, we would like drink wine and then go to the guitar center, like wine <laughs> drunk and just like hold guitars and kind of play and like, you know, like gossip or whatever. Oh, and so yeah. made a lot of friends that way. And so, and made a lot of friends that are also kind of, you know, musically inclined. Yeah. So this is going to come back around. <laughs> no, I love it. Okay. This is incredible. Yeah. So then just red wine and a Gibson. Yeah. Well, it was great too. Cause at that national geographic job, on Fridays, they had they had something called sip and see where uh, you could go, and so like you could just go after your shift and drink for free, and it was just like unlimited. It was the shittiest wine, the shittiest beer, what? whatever. Why were they doing that A for twenty four, twenty five year olds? Like, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, Man, you guys would just get did some damage up. I damage oh to, to that business. Yeah. But then it was great because then we would just go next door to the guitar center. I'm sure they hated us. But wait, what would you see? You would sip. Sip and see, you said. Oh, sip and see, C E A. I mean, S E A. Yeah. Wow, I'm an idiot. I'm like, yeah, what were you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> but you're working, and then you would drink wine, and then wh- what would you see? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the ocean, Shana. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was great because it was like I was doing like some ocean related stuff. Yes. But also some music. Yeah, best you know, of both worlds. Yeah, it was really tight. Um, and then. Uh, was that like sustainable income? You know, uh, it was. Oh gosh, I mean, did you get paid per? Because you're tour guide, right? Yeah, you didn't so, get paid. So it was like you you had like it was like fifteen dollars an hour or whatever it was. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, but not full time, you know. So, but then so I got that job like pretty soon after I moved to the city, and that was great because I met all these people that were lovely. But I really want to do whale and dolphin stuff, so I emailed. Um, Wildlife Conservation Society, they have um, a program, the Ocean Giants program. And so mm-hmm. I just like incessantly emailed them until they let me, I was like, please just let me volunteer, like whatever, <laughs> I'll do whatever. Cute. And so then I started doing that, um, volunteering for them. And then I became an intern for them. And through that program, the director of that program, Howard Rosenbaum, is also um affiliated with Columbia University. So I was like, you know what? So I came here for a year and I spent a year here and I was like, you know, I'm going to shoot my shot at grad schools. Um, Cause why not? Yes. I don't know. And so I, I applied to like NYU, CUNY, you know, all the things and, cool. and got in. Um, so I ended up going to Columbia and studying but, with him. Um, Wilson dolphins. Uh, he was a dolphin. He was a dolphin. <laughs> he himself. Um, so anyways, so then, and a lot of the work that I ended up doing there was, um, uh, like it's bioacoustics, um, what? which is like oh, studying. Oh, you got to explain this it's oh, <laughs> over my head. Bioacoustics. Bioacoustics. Oh, like 
like biology, biology and music. Yeah, yeah. So Fuck, it's just I like whale song. Whale I didn't, song. I panicked that I didn't know something, <laughs> and I didn't let you explain it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh me? Uh, yeah. We want to oh. hear you. Oh my goodness! Especially with the bioacoustics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So I was working, doing the Will and Dolphin stuff, working at this National Geographic exhibit, and then the pandemic hit, and. Damn. It was like, you know, because right, you got here in like 2018 In 2018. Okay, cool. Yeah. So and then, yeah, March 2020. Um, and the thing about this, this exhibit was it was in a basement in Times Square and you're giving tours to 25 or, you know, large groups. And so like Super when, spreaders. when the, yeah, the mm-hmm. guidelines came out, they were like, don't be in enclosed spaces. <laughs> don't see people that have been traveling recently. Don't be in large groups or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, that's like checking <sighs> all the boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then... I was doing that and then I met all these people. So I was back, just ended up being, you know, in my apartment all the time, working remotely. But I'd met all these people that were like really lovely and so, and did music and did theater and did different things. And so, yeah, that's kind of, so I started doing, um, we, we would like write songs and we would share them amongst each other as friends or whatever. Cool. And then, yeah, we ended up started going into the open mic scene again and, uh, you know, together to have like reinforcement. You have so a buddy there. Cute. And yeah. then, and then that. from there, it's just kind of been like growing, you know, it's been really fun just meeting everybody. And like, I think I've been doing that for the open mics for about a year now coming up on a year and yeah, that's kind of it. And so that's how, how I like full circle back into kind of the music stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So you're kind of like, okay with not prioritizing it in a way or I guess you kind of did both well I think like you know I was telling myself about a year ago like I think my ideal I love music I love playing music so much I love I really like working with whales and dolphins and I also they're also it's not as disparate as you would think you know there's a lot of overlap like I literally study whale song right um, and then I write songs you know it's like so it's all it's all connected it's all related um and it's it's I really like all these different aspects of the sonic kind of environment and how you can connect through, through music and sound and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I don't feel like I don't have any kind of, uh, specific ambitions with, with the music stuff. It's more just like, I like doing it and I really like the, um, community that forms around it. And like, and you know, it's, it's exciting that, all my, you know, most anticipated album drops of this year are my friends, you know, or yeah, like, that's so cool. Yeah. And then I like, I like my job, you know, nine to five, I do my job and I, I get paid and I feel like I make this little corner of the world. I try to make it a little better than I found it. And then I do my little music and it's all, it's just like a nice little balance. Am I running just to run? Complaining just to complain? Is there some what i wrote <laughs> i feel you're very chill what's the secret 
did you have a good childhood or something? <laughs> What's going on there? Um, so I, <laughs> I was picking up, like, yeah. I, I do feel like I pick up your, um, like, conscious decision to, to curate balance. I think that's a good yeah. thing. And, and just want to put that out there for anyone or any artist. It doesn't even have to be musicians, like, who are, yeah. are kind of, like, and especially when I fucking came out of school, when I was like 24, 25, I was scrambling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, also it sounds like, well, I would love to know more about your family and childhood. I mean, it sounds like there's, there was a lot of music, which is really helpful. And like, yeah. um, did you grow up with any spirituality or religion? Yeah. And how did that kind of affect your sense of self sure yeah um well the first i think a lot of my sense of self comes from being from kentucky and like yeah it's in, anybody that you meet that has met me will know i'm from kentucky because <laughs> i will not shut the fuck up about it um <laughs> but there's also reasons why i live in new york you know it's like but right. anyways I'm, I'm really really drawn to um people that have like a strong sense of place or strong sense of identity that's i i really connect with sense of place um mm. And yeah, I think for that, for me, a lot of it was the music, um, growing up. Yeah. My, my, my mom grew up in rural Kentucky my dad grew up in, in Louisville. Um, but just have, I don't know, I just feel such a connection to like the land there and, and the music and the people there. Um, but my, my parents were both, uh, my mom worked in homeless services, still does. Uh, my dad ha was a carpenter, then a geographer, then now he works with folks with disabilities. Um, and I think they're both just very grounded people. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. And like also their theme of community as well. Seems like they, they taught yeah. that to and then, you or gave that to totally, you. Totally, totally. And then um, I they're Baptists. So I grew up mm -hmm. going to church okay. every Sunday. Um, and it's, you know, it's like a Baptist church in Kentucky, you know, it's you know, a little dicey, yeah, but it, it actually on is, the nose. it I'm actually kidding. is, you know, um, a, pr a progressive, you know, kind of liberal space, uh, okay. pretty, pretty left. Um, and there, a lot of the people that work there also work in like, there's social workers. There's, I mean, there's just like that community, um, also really, you know, influenced me uh, in terms of like the importance of community. And I think that that's really hard to curate in secular spaces. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that's kind of one of the spaces that it's like almost, you know, it's more, um, what's the word? Like you're, it's almost, it feels more feasible is in like a, a music scene, like an open mic community or something where yeah. people are gathering regularly. They care about each other. They're supporting each other. There's, you know, it, and so I see a lot of like parallels. Um, Cause I think, you know, when I moved to the city, there was a lot of kind of, uh, I haven't gone to church since I was 18, but um, there was a lot of looking for that kind of community. Mm. Um and, and, what, and what does that mean? Like the kind of community where like you can speak openly about love or um, caring about each other in yeah, a way? Just, just the kind of like, for example, just I know that, for example, like when, um, you know, last last month when I went to the ER because I was um, people just like really showed up yeah. um to to care for me or like you know there's people will text or 
yeah, just just the way that people show up for each other. And I think that there's just like it's all it's just like almost like this. Yeah, it's community. It's like familial, even though it's like I haven't known these people. You know, I've known yeah. some of them for almost a year now, but it's just I don't know. It's just like that kind of showing up for each other, I think, is really what I'm talking about. Yeah. And like, like a sense of care sense without of care. expectations. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like like yeah reasons to not are just yeah well I know this person I'm friends with them and so I'm gonna offer them love and check in with them and care for them and it does seem like that is I'm kind of in my own space of like spirituality and like finding it I wish there was another word for spirituality because I think that scares people a lot yeah you know and I, I grew up Jewish but have been studying like lots of different religions and leaning more towards like a Buddhist philosophy. Sure. But, but I still think like, like mindfulness maybe is like uh, more accessible, but that doesn't even, that doesn't feel deep enough Mm -hmm. because I think it has the word mind in it. And it's like so much about body. Yes. So much about body and and heart. Yes. And connection Mm -hmm. and, um, and just care. I just keep, this is like my word for the year of like, what does care look like for yourself as an artist, for the people yeah. in your life? Do you offer it to people without having expectations of what you'll get back? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, that's really cool to know that, but like you still have some of that, even if like you're not going to church, you still feel like you have some of that like yeah. well, connectivity. Even, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that really, that space, um, the church that I grew up in really influenced me in terms of community care. And also just in terms of, you know, like I said, a lot of the people there are really like social justice oriented or, you know, so like, you know, I grew up going to protests, a lot of protests with them for racial justice, for against mountain type removal, um, the harmful coal mining practice, you know, Mm -hmm. different things. And, and, um, for LGBTQ, mm-hmm. like, and so I think that like also, I don't know, it's just all connected, you yeah. know, it's like, commu- what does community look like and who is the community and, yeah. you know, and how do you, how do you make it, um, equitable and, and equ- you know, and so all of that I think is like very important. Um, and it, it comes through, I think also, um, just gratitude like yeah. I think they re- really uh, taught me gratitude um, do you have like a specific practice so like a morning routine or anything no I should <laughs> I really should no, no shoulds in this house I'm just curious <laughs> yeah. I just learned so much from other artists of like how yeah how to keep like a, a bit of lightness about yeah. life but gratitude is huge yeah well and I've also found so I had a pretty rough year last year mm. um, and I found that I was almost like clinging to gratitude in an un- unhealthy way, which is kind of a new realization for me pretty recent. But, um, where I was like every, because things were so hard, I was like every cup of coffee. I was like, this is, I like, <laughs> like talk about the grip. Like yeah. I was like, this is an amazing cup of coffee yeah. <laughs> and it's really sustaining me right now. And I'm so grateful for it. Whatever. Make me feel better. Make yeah. me feel better. Yeah. Everything, anything right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. But, but it's just like, I can get that. Yeah. Yeah. But also trying to like ease my grip on grat, like have like an easy gratitude, like things come, things go, kind of this like homeostasis, like kind of form of gratitude where it's like, it's not so tight gripped. It's like just letting things happen and 
acknowledging, you know, things that are not great. What's yeah. the, there's like the Jose Gonzalez song that's like, um, talking about feelings. It's like acknowledge, pat them and send them off or whatever. Yeah. You know? I love him. Yeah. But anyways. I just, yeah, felt like I needed to take a breath because I too have many, many practices. I have many different things I reach for in the morning and in the <laughs> evening and I'm reading sure. like spiritual books and I'm reading attached right now for attachment styles. And I'm like, oh, yeah. if I just figure this out and I'm like, when can I do like my next plant medicine journey? Do I need to do <laughs> ketamine therapy? Like yep. how yeah. can I just feel better and do this better? But it is really that grip on the outcome. Yeah. And like yeah. also the I want to be fixed. Yeah. 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 And I don't want to feel this anymore yeah. and that that um that judgment on on a bad feeling yeah and that judgment of like this isn't working yeah. or like i'm never gonna get out of this or this i'm gonna feel like this forever and Ooh. like yeah that's I, a real I, one i that's, know oh, that yeah one. i get it and last year was tough like yeah. 2022 for whatever reasons that like sucked. maybe not for everybody but I, but i definitely agree like it was just it was a lot of our mind was a lot of change. I moved back to Brooklyn. I was trying to establish myself. I really wanted to like, I was really ready to like be in a relationship and find love, like whatever that yeah, means. I don't I even know if you can find it. You kind of just have to build it. Yeah. Um, but I've been, did you see the documentary Stuts? Mm -mm. It's, it's on Netflix. Uh, they're not sponsored. So I feel <laughs> like I shouldn't talk about it, but sponsoring us at the pod, but um, no, it's Jonah Hill's, therapist phil stutz oh i heard about it but i did not watch it yeah, yeah. you might dig it i don't know if yeah. you're into therapy or like i love therapy. okay cool cool <laughs> inner work all that stuff sure. it's, it's just it's more tools it's more options and I, I really really liked it and i started reading the book the tools book and like one of there's only four um but it goes into depth and one of them is um the gratitude flow, like the outflow of yeah. gratitude and kind yeah. of like, I do spend a lot of time in my head and whenever you start to worry or stress about something, it's just go straight into five things that you're in the moment, like five things you're grateful for yeah, and like feel, and then like feel the gratitude in your heart. I'm yeah. sure it's more detailed than that, but that's what I remember of it. And so that's going to be if, true I for mean, me. If I feel like that if that's what you remembered, that's what stuck exactly. and that's what, you know, that's what resonated or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and I, and still I do that um, and I'm like, Okay, five things I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> and then I like open my eyes and I'm like, I still feel like shit. Like, yeah. what the hell? This fucking doesn't work at all. It's but it's like, also, I mean, I feel like so much it's like the external, that's what's rewarded. That kind of feeling, that kind of like, like you need to be just, it's really hard because that's how, how things are set up for you to feel so that you keep grinding, so you keep producing, so you keep, you know, all right. this stuff. So. You're really kind of, it's like a pretty radical counterculture kind of <laughs> act to like really Hell sit. Yeah. yeah. And then just sit. <laughs> to just sit. Just fucking sit cool, and be. Just sit, yeah. Like we're human beings. Yeah. Not human just doings. <laughs> I know. I'm so lame. Uh, but um, <laughs> no, but it's very, very true. And I think I, I kind of knew, like I, I had the five... Um, five minute journal. I went through like yeah. two or three of those one time. And that's always like you wake up and th you do something in the morning. You write like, I guess three things that you're grateful for. And then I've always heard like, write down the 10 things you're grateful for. And I do it for a while and it would like sort of feel good. And then I would get busy, but really just like, it has been helping just at, at least to just stop the thought pattern yeah. of like not doing enough. Yeah. Um, and I, God, I can, I can really also, talk about this shit forever. This is like, I just want to say real quick yeah. though, 
please. I, I haven't, I don't know you super well. Yeah. I've been following you on Instagram. You do enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> you do plenty. <laughs> oh my God. And just from well, my little window into your world, I'm like, that girl is busy. <laughs> well, thank you. And it's so, that's a whole other, like, yeah. Did we, no, okay. We, we, we don't we, we we have, have enough time because I want to talk about your songs yeah, too. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but I'm gonna I'm keeping an eye on time too because I know you can't oh, yeah. be here forever. But I would um, keep you here to, to talk more about this shit, but um, or stuff. But <laughs> also, social media is such a trap Ooh, too, yeah. and we know this. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Everybody sitting in this room. There's three of us. We know this. Everybody watching, <laughs> like, or listening. We know that it's such a trap, and it's such a small, like. Like for me, my Instagram is just my newsletter. So of course it's going to seem very busy. Mm-hmm. And, and I do like to continue moving and I like to continue playing shows. Like I'm, I'm going to start recording some music, but like, I, I don't really love recording music. Yeah. I kind of just do it as a catalyst for people to come see shows. Cause yeah. that's really where I feel like time stops. And that's my purpose. Not to say that every performance is amazing, but just me personally, I feel like I can connect to a higher power just by having that infinity loop of energy of singing and performing and be like, Hey, this is something that I did. And I would like to learn more covers too, just so I can not feel like totally broken open every time I'm performing. Oh yeah. No, definitely throwing Um, some, (laughs) but you know what? This actually jumps off into uh, an incredible segue I'm about to do since we talked about gratitude and the third song that you sang on your set uh, was a new a song you wrote on New Year's Day, um, which is right. You wrote it on New Year's Day. On New Year's okay. Day, yeah, yeah. Um, it always feels like such a sad day for me. I mean, it's New Year's Day is always somewhat reflectful. I don't drink anymore, so I like don't have to worry about hangovers. And I just get myself a cup of coffee and I don't do brunch. I just take that day for myself usually. Um, but it also feels like so fucking insane that we have New Year's in the middle of the winter. Yeah. At least up here in, yeah. in the Northeast. I'm like, this is not new this is not a new day like this is just yeah. another cold day but i really and i'm also kind of starting to resent it every year which is such a stupid thing to like resent new year's day <laughs> like the gregorian calendar like i have any control over that um i'm just gonna let myself move through that in its own time but um i would really really love to know more about like what you were going through. I'd love to know more about this song and then I'll tell you my favorite lyric from it. <laughs> I can see I got gravity always bringing everyone down but I'm glad they still have me around and I found It's a like pretty 
personal song, but uh, so one of the other reasons that I was kind of propelled into the open mic scene is uh, so I started the open mics in April and of last year of last okay. year and in uh, March of last year it's like a little hard to talk about so but I had a partner that committed suicide um, mm. and so I was kind Fuck. of like just uh, what's the word it was just I wanted to do anything to distract myself so that's totally, another thing that like yeah. really propelled me and like but because of that um I met so many wonderful people and like the community is, I mean, like all the things that I've been talking about, like the community is so amazing and I, the pe- way people show up for each other. But it was, it was interesting because I was, I was like processing this like grief and like the mm-hmm. um, PTSD, PTSD from my friends and I went over there and yeah. Um, mm. Oh my God. But, yeah. But then, so, you know, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day is always kind of this like weird liminal space where you're like, well, what is last, what is this year? What is last year? You know, what's, what's going on? And it was particularly weird this, this year. Cause I was like, that fuck like this year that was this, you know, was just like oh, horrible. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. there was like, there's like no words, but I have a friend who, who also went through, um, uh, a loss and he was saying once when, when he was performing that his, when he had this loss, his capacity for grief expanded so much like he but it also expanded his capacity for for uh joy and mm-hmm. for you know you know and so i was just really feeling that um shouts out to philip angel um yeah thanks philip yeah but yeah so i was just really feeling that on new year's day because i was like i have no idea how this year would have been i don't know that i would have been playing music really and hmm. you know to the to the extent that yeah. you know whatever um there's just, yeah. So I was just trying to be like, you know, what ha- I would not ever wish what happened to have happened, but it happened. Right. Um, and there's, I've met so many wonderful people. And so I was just trying to like, be like, I don't know. It's things are, things are so scary feeling. And I was like, just the future is so scary feeling. The f- past can be so scary feeling. Everything yeah. is scary. But when you're like really feel like grateful for, I think, you know, what you have and like whatever, it makes everything, all that kind of feel manageable and mentionable and manageable. It's like the Mr. Rogers things. Feelings yeah. are mentionable and manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just made everything feel manageable. And so I was just like feeling so grateful for the fact that things were feeling manageable and that I was like, there was things I was excited for in the coming year and stuff. And it'd been so long that I wasn't feeling excited for anything. What's been done ain't so scary. do not apologize. I mean, that's thank you for sharing that with me and 
and being so vulnerable and I could feel it in the song I will say like it is a incredibly beautiful perspective and my favorite lyric was what's been done ain't so scary after all after all what's to come ain't so scary after all after all because I'm glad of what I have yeah and it's just like what you were saying like it's it's a huge <laughs> it's just a huge like empty liminal space of life and like things have been filled in and there's no we have we have no control over almost anything <laughs> yeah yeah except what we write yeah and um yeah like i said this song was like extremely it was i mean you you sang it for a reason too like and the show we, that we did was in February. So you, you Valentine's just, Day. Yeah, yeah, Valentine's Day too. That's like yeah. so heavy. Also would, couldn't see any of that <laughs> in the performance. I just yeah was list when I was watching the show and then when I was listening back to the show um, as prep for the interview, I was like, this is, I mean, I wrote down like beautiful, beautiful perspective, which is kind of like <laughs> not even, <laughs> not even doing it justice. That's like kind that. of, um, yeah, just like I just I really, really felt it. And that's heavy. And also like being a human is like holding both like both things can be true. Totally. Of like what the actual fuck? This was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And what yeah. the actual fuck? I have an incredible life. Yeah, that I have bloomed in a way. Yeah that I wouldn't want it to be for that reason. Yeah. But the acceptance, the full like acceptance. Well, and of yeah, it. just going back to the community, like so many people, sh like my life was kind of blown open and the way that people show up for you, it's like, I, there's some days I felt like the luckiest person alive. You yeah. Know? It's like, but that's, it feels weird to say, you know, it's just like, it's weird. And yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> you can, it's being human. I know. And you can circle, like I said, like infinity loop, like you can just yeah. circle back and forth and, and you are, I mean, I've gotten to know you so much just sitting here and you are a really incredible person and you, musician. And I just, dude, really thank you so much for sharing yeah, yeah. your music with us and right on time one minute <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um but really just thank you so much for being here mm -hmm. and we didn't even get to your other two songs but <laughs> i want people to listen to your music i want people to get to know you i want people to support you so um just let us know where to find you on instagram and sure. if you i didn't even ask i wanted to ask you like what the heck what's small chucks Ooh. but yeah do, tell us real it's, quick it's just it's really simple okay, there's cool. like a bunch of different origin stories but that's <laughs> like um the my brother when we were in that band, he like, first it was, so chucking is a, something you can do on violin is like a toot, toot, toot. It's uh -huh. like that kind of sound. Like, um, and I, I was small. So that, that's <laughs> like, and I also was, was wearing like Chuck Taylors all the time. So anyway, so small <laughs> chucks came about. My brother was like, I'm never calling you Sarah again. And I was like, yeah, right. And to this day, he doesn't, he doesn't call me Sarah ever. Uh, it's been probably, yeah, like 11 years now. Um, and but That's the the adjective people change sometimes. Like when I had COVID uh, <laughs> last year, I was COVID chucks for a while. But anyways, yeah. So that's that's, that's how awesome. small chucks came to be. And I I when I was trying to think about like I don't really want my name. It's like hard to pronounce. People whatever. I don't know. I also want kind of I like a separation between like I have this whole life kind of as a scientist. Um, yes, hot nerd. Hot yeah. nerd. <laughs> Thank you. No. Um, but. And so anyway, so I wanted this kind of, I wanted to have like a little bit of a separation and I was trying to think of, an, of a name. 
Um, and I was talking to Jesse, um, my close friend who was also in that band, the one that's, yeah, my close friend, uh, Joe Piano on <laughs> Instagram. Hell yeah. Uh, he's a great musician uh, and still making stuff. But anyways, and we play together now as Moby Tex uh, in a country music duo. But Cute. we were, I was asking him and he was saying, well, be small trucks, of course. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then the Instagram handle wasn't taken. So I'm at small trucks straight through S M A L L C H U C K S on Instagram and at small chucks on Instagram. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I think about that too. We don't have enough time to talk about it, but yeah, I constantly <laughs> am like, should I just be doing Shayna blast? Like I want to hide. So my full band is Shea fever, but like, I don't have anything it's, out on that. It's but hard. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah. then streaming, do you have recorded music and stuff? Oh out? man. Talk about recording. All you right. mentioned it earlier. It's such a bear. I don't, I know. Uh, I have two songs on Bandcamp, but that it, one's not okay. a phone recording. One's a phone recording. Um, yeah, but really, I, I really like the live. I'm trying to, at some point maybe record, but even just saying that my, my heart, don't, I can feel then, it. Ugh. That your body's not ready. Yeah, don't, there's ready. really no pressure, but small checks on Instagram. Um, so yeah. you can see where she's doing shows around Brooklyn, around New York, mm. also Bandcamp. Like, I didn't even know that I'm going to go listen to your music on Bandcamp, yeah. but, um, I it's think SoundCloud too, actually. I think. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, yeah. either way, we'll put all the links and stuff cool. um, in the show notes so they can find you. But cool. really, really, really grateful. Talking about gratitude. I'm yeah. just so grateful that you were on the show on Shane the Good People. I'm so glad that you were here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I, yeah, I feel very honored to be part of it, you know? Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is Shane the Good People, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. so much for listening to this interview if you liked what you heard come out and see the show come out and see shane the good people live we're at pete's candy store in brooklyn it's monthly i don't know of the exact dates but follow us on instagram to see when we're going to be there next it's at shay and the good people again that's at shay and the good people just like it's spelled and I want to send a huge shout out and thank you to Nude Daydream Studios, JJ Allen and Irving, who captures all the audio from the shows. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. I am so scared. If you didn't need me, if I...